0: Welcome to Monday Morning Coffee with Inside the Firm. Each week, our hosts will be interviewing local, regional, and national business leaders to give you an inside peek into how they lead their business to success in the ever-competitive business climate. Welcome to another episode of Monday Morning Coffee with Inside the Firm. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Aaron Lober of Procore. Welcome, thank you for joining me.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here.
0: Well, I mean, I did kind of hunt you down on LinkedIn.
1: <laughs> uh, you're you're one of the few, but I, I certainly appreciate it. Uh, any opportunity I have to talk a little bit about, you know, the cool things happening in construction tech, I'm going to jump at. So uh, it's really nice to be here with you.
0: Well, tell me about your job at Procore and what Procore is doing these days.
1: Yeah, yeah, certainly. Well, so I, uh, I'm a senior product marketing manager at Procore. Uh, my primary emphasis is on our platform and our analytics tools. So I've been with the company for about two years now. Uh, when I started, I really uh, came over and was focusing my energy on our financial tools. Um, but since have shifted to uh, that area within Procore and within construction tech that I, I really find to be the most interesting. Um, you know, I, I don't come from a traditional construction background. Uh, actually, my, my first introduction to construction was doing the wiring on my childhood home with my, my father. But uh, post that, you know, I, I've really built a, a career in, in marketing and, and tech kind of across a wide spectrum. But uh, it's, it's the right time to be a, a part of a, a team like Procore, who's really working on building solutions that you know, are revolutionizing the way that people do construction.
0: Okay. So if no one has ever heard of Procore before, and they say, Aaron, what does Procore do? What is your response?
1: So, so Procore is essentially the leading construction management solution for the construction industry today. Uh, We're building tools to help improve the lives of everyone in construction and we're delivering a platform that essentially allows construction firms to effectively manage every phase of their construction process from bidding to closeout. Uh, We deliver a pretty wide spectrum of tools from project management to project job costing to analytics to bidding, uh, quality and safety. Uh, we're really putting together a uh, a connected, unified platform that allows you, the construction professional, to do all your work in one place.
0: I love your enthusiasm for this. It's like there's a, there's like a few a few people out in the world that really geek out to like information management. So the reason you and I are speaking today is that I found myself on a webinar that was global. I feel like the major participants were not based in the US. And (laughs) I was listening to how Procore was really putting those initiatives out there to um, more successfully and inclusively manage information relating to building. And my question that I typed into the little chat box is, this is amazing, but how do you get people outside of the construction industry excited? Because construction affects everyone every day.
1: I, it's such a great question. I was so happy to have you ask me that uh, in doing this. I was this
0: excited today, that you read it. <laughs> I was like, all right, well then I can LinkedIn because he's really excited about this question.
1: I mean, I wish I wish our audience here could have heard the kind of like childish giggle that I think I gave at the time on that <laughs> call. But um, no, it's, it's such an amazing question because... Uh, we we need to get more people excited about construction. Our society needs more people to get excited about construction. And I think for too long, um, we've we've told this story about construction and the construction industry that it's somehow uh, a less lofty thing to aspire to than some other professions within our society. And the truth of the matter is, you you hit the nail on the head construction touches every single aspect of our lives. Construction professionals build the hospitals that you know we go to when we're sick, the schools that we educate our children in, uh, the homes that we live in and make families in. There is no more noble undertaking to be had than working in construction. But I think for us to really uh, turn the tide right, and get people more excited about careers in construction, which is so important, right, because we all know uh, the labor shortage is, uh, uh, the shortage in the skilled trades is is such a massive problem for the construction industry. For us to turn the tide, we really all as construction professionals, and it's on us as as a tech provider too, we need to start telling better, more compelling stories about construction professionals themselves, uh, you know, we, we spoke uh, a couple of weeks ago um, about how we do that and, and why we do that. And I think I shared with you at the time, and I'm really passionate about this, uh, we need to really eliminate from our vocabulary this idea that, uh, you know, construction is a second choice. Um, right. When
0: we were speaking about, well, if regular college isn't good for you, then maybe trade college is. And I'm of the mindset that there are lessons to be had in every layer of education, and education never stops.
1: But I totally uh,
0: agreed with you. uh,
1: Absolutely. I mean, like, of course, trade schools are fantastic, and we need them. And folks should be going to trade schools and we should be expanding in the skilled trades. But we need to stop talking about that as a, as a pivot option or a secondary option to, to classic college because that's just not the right way to get somebody excited about the prospect of making that choice. You know, we need to really elevate the fact that if you want an exciting, compelling, uh, secure, uh, you know, profession and you, you want to grow – um, going to trade school and you know learning in that in that uh, area is the right choice for you.
0: Well, I honestly I bring it down to ROI. I I did go to college and I struggled to pay my bills and I got on the other side of it and I didn't have anything that was like a tangible skill that could could launch me into any particular part of any particular industry. Um, and that didn't feel great. It's like, I, I don't know what I paid for. So I find that the folks that go into a skilled trade environment where they're getting that very specific, I mean, well, attorneys do it too and doctors do it too, but, you know, electricians, carpentry, you know, there's so many other ways to take a skilled trade and get into an industry and really have have that return on your investment. Like I have an education, now I can do go do this work and that's an amazing paycheck. And there are things to be learned in the process of that that are not tangible, that are amazing. Um, I look at the entrance of the entrepreneur. A lot of it is based on a skilled trade. You learn a trade and then you got to go to work. So you got to, sometimes you're just running a business.
1: Yeah. What, I mean, what better way in our society is there to really create a path for yourself to business ownership and financial independence? And how great does it feel along that path to take all of the skills and all the tools that you built up throughout your education and really apply those effectively in in your work on a day-to-day basis? And uh, I can relate so deeply to, to your experience of coming out of college and not really knowing what, you know, what is next, but... Uh, I would, I would point people to where you are today, doing this awesome thing that you're doing, and construction has has you know uh, allowed you to springboard to that point. Uh, I think a lot of people can have a similar experience, and we just need to tell a better, more effective story about how you do that.
0: It's. Do you find that working at Procore, like, is there something that particular that led you to to working with this company?
1: oh yeah of course uh well the the first thing really is i think we're doing meaningful work and our our mission is is a cogent one you know our our mission is to improve the lives of everyone in construction so Procore at a certain level is a is a service organization for the construction industry uh and i think um that's a pretty lofty goal right and having that type of lofty goal makes showing up to work every day really meaningful like, like the work that I'm doing matters. Um, that's certainly what attracted me to the organization. But well, I'll say what, what kept me there uh, is, is that we really invest in creating a culture uh, that is healthy and thriving and reinforces itself um, and is giving back to, uh, you know, the, the world that we live in.
0: I So one of my questions I do ask most of my guests is, are there not-for-profits that you guys get involved with? Because that, honestly, like a lot of the uh, individuals that work with companies, uh, that is actually a driving force for them, is that they have a platform to reciprocate or diversify their interests where they're helping others. Is that something ProCord offers as well?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah, certainly. Uh, I'll talk about a few. Um, But I first I want to tease because I I think it it dovetails really nicely with the conversation we were just having about education and trade schools. Um, One of the things that Procore does as a good corporate citizen is make our software available for universities who are teaching project management courses. And I think that's, uh, it's, it's a really important thing for us to do because it's the right thing and we want to empower the industry, but also um, we have an opportunity to, to aid in the education of the next wave of construction professionals. So, so that's, that's, I think, incredibly important, and, uh, and I'm, I'm so proud that we do that. In terms of nonprofits specifically, uh, there are a couple that we work with routinely. Um, Habitat for Humanity is, uh, is one of my favorite. Um, we're constantly sponsoring uh, Habitat for Humanities projects uh, across the world. Of course, any project that they undertake, they have access to our software, but you know, we also uh, provide a, as, as much money as we can to help with that. Uh, another great one is Team Rubicon. Uh, who's also working to rebuild homes in disaster areas. So we provided both our software and a little bit of monetary support and Team Rubicon's been able to build over 500 homes in disaster areas over the last year. They were actually a a partner that we featured at our last Groundbreak. Uh, And the last one that I think is really close to my heart and worth talking about is uh, Purple Heart Homes. So uh, that's a- I heard of
0: that one. That sounds cool.
1: That's a it's a big one. I, I'm so glad we're doing that. You know, I, I think the the veterans community um, doesn't always get the support that they should in our society, and I think
0: oh, no, and there's so many that are in the construction industry. It, it it's a, it's an industry that lends itself to that sort of uh, tenacity.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know that that type of drive um, and that ability to roll your sleeves up. I think it translates perfectly to construction. So. Yeah, these these are the types of uh, nonprofits that we like to partner with. I mean, I think being a good corporate citizen is uh, is certainly one of the more important things that we do uh, as a company to attract talent, certainly, but also just um, you know maintain our our position as as a leader, right? Because the leaders have to actually leadership is not a position; it's a it's a practice, it's a behavior. So. Um, if we want to be considered a leader in this industry, we need to show people the path. And I think this is part of it.
0: And I, I, I look at leadership. I feel like there's sort of an archaic view that, um, leadership subjugates. And I would like, I, what I see really talented companies that are, that are really infusing good leadership is that they're finding ways to empower those that they're working with. And part of that is connecting a culture that is um, uh, inspiring, um, engaging. Uh, and I love that you're so strongly connected to the mission of the company you're working with. So that's fantastic. Um, are there some events that you're excited of, that are upcoming, you're excited about?
1: Yeah, very much so. Uh, the, the big one coming soon is, uh, is Groundbreak uh, October 27th to 28th. So that's our, that's our biggest show for the year. Uh, and it's an opportunity for us to introduce the construction industry to uh, a whole bevy of really, really exciting enhancements that we're making to the pro core platform. Um, there's a lot of cool stuff going on around and at that trade show, uh, Brene Brown is one of our keynote speakers. So super excited about that. Um, but I'd really encourage everyone listening, come and check it out. It's, uh, it's the first virtual trade show we will have put on. Um, you know, we're, I, we're excited to tackle that challenge. Uh, COVID-19 has, has created an interesting environment for everyone to operate. But in this respect, um, you know, it's, it's created an opportunity for us to do something new and special. So uh, I hope everyone can come and join it and, and really enjoy
0: that's fantastic, I do think that it's really interesting. I love trade shows. I love going to conferences i um Alex and Lance, who are the founders of inside the firm uh podcast that we're speaking on today um, we actually got to hang out at Autodesk University, and that was uh it's it's any conference that I've gone to um, there is an integration of of individuals that are uh kind of congregating in one place because they have a passion about you know an industry that they're in um and then there's like this big like washing machine mix of like different layers and uh it's just inspiring so it is interesting to have that all convert to a digital platform and i'm like i'm like i know that environmentally it's fantastic (laughs) because we're (laughs) a little less carbon footprint flying here there everywhere um
1: true true I mean, we had planned on doing it live in New Orleans, so so I'm I'm mourning a little bit the idea that we aren't going to have a trade show in one of my favorite U.S. cities. But uh, I still think it's it's going to be fantastic. Um, my my favorite thing about trade shows like this, right, is they they become um, the jumping-off point for really really interesting, exciting conversations about where the industry's going. Uh, right. And we have a whole thought leadership series around, you know, big burning topics in the industry, like what do we do about the labor shortage or uh, how, how does this industry need to go about starting to apply data um, to be more efficient, and more effective. And um, there's, there's, no, there's nothing that, you know, galvanizes a conversation more than uh, a whole bunch of people coming to the same location as an audience to listen to it take place. Um, so I'm, I'm just super excited for that.
0: I think, well, I mean, it's very inclusive. There's no, uh, you know, uh, inib- um, inhibitors other than like internet access. So, I mean, it's not like <laughs> I have to get on a plane. I don't have to find an airport, uh, and a hotel room, any of those things. So there's going to be some upsides. I think that there's a lot of conferences that are going digital for this year and hopefully we'll be able to identify some benefits. That sure. you know you can hold over, even you know moving forward when we're past this uh, n- this new reality that we're all living in.
1: Yeah, this, um, this, new, this new normal as people. <laughs> think.
0: Yeah, it's been. I've listened to a lot of people struggle with uh, the labor shortages, but also like material supply chain issues. Sure. Uh, and I find that um, digital construction tech. Uh, really does create efficiencies in the way that we're planning construction. And I think now more than ever, we need to be much more thoughtful about our lead times, um, our consumption of materials. Do you, have you found that through Procore, like, there are efficiencies being gained in the, the actual field construction process?
1: Yeah, very much so. Um, and some some that are very tangible. Uh, we recently published an ROI report where we were speaking to uh, the, the total breadth of our customer base to get some feedback on the um, tangible benefits that they've been realizing. And two that really jump out to me that that speak to what you're asking are first um, field teams, or, or I, uh, let, let me say project teams, because I want to extend it out to project managers as well. Um, we're saving up to 12 and a half hours a week uh, on their construction processes or what they had been doing before, once they adopt Procore. And that's, that's massive. It that's, is. that's 12 and a half extra hours a week that you have to spend with your kids, you know, to make it to a baseball game, uh, to, to make it to your daughter's dance recital. Like there's very- I have to like
0: eat because sometimes I can go through my day.
1: <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Wait, what? <laughs> I can cook tonight. That's, yeah. that's, you know, at, there, there's very little that we could actually do to improve your life more than give you time back. Um, a
0: non-renewable resource of time? That's, yes. Yes.
1: So, yes. So that's, that's a huge one. Um, the, other, the other thing that jumps out to me out of the ROI report is that uh, companies who adopt Procore um, by their own self-report, are are able to manage thirty percent more work or take on thirty percent more work. So when you start thinking about tangible business growth, right? Yeah. If you're a, if you're an executive and you're thinking, all right, how are we going to reach the next plateau of growth in my company? Adopting this type of digital tool, I think, is one of the best ways you can do it.
0: And well, and what's interesting, so I find is that the digital construction space is sort of the um, the outlier it's not really part of everybody's mindset when it go, when you think of construction uh so there need there needs to be i think for most people in this industry the idea that like we're trying to broaden inclusion and say like when we're approaching f- field construction management or design how are we being inclusive in uh the the benefits of digital do you find that Procore is also focused on broadening equity and diversity in, in the company itself?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I think the um, having the aspiration of uh, broadening uh, you know equity and diversity in construction is a really noble one, and we take uh, we take that really seriously. And this is another aspect where you know if we feel like we're going to be a leader. We have to model a behavior, right, uh, rather than just saying we occupy a position. Um, so, Procore is is really really active in trying to make sure that we um, have a, a really broad spectrum of voices uh, represented within the company. Um, we do a number of things to to make sure that that we're hitting that. Uh, we have some inclusion and diversity practices internally uh, in terms of uh, inclusive hiring practices and. Um, Elevating you know, women, people of color, people from all sorts of diverse backgrounds into leadership roles. Um, it's do, you that
0: that's, do you find that that's adding to your innovative ability?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, more more so than just being a, uh, a moral good, which it absolutely is. Right. We need to do our part to, to create a more equitable, diverse culture, but because that's the, I mean, that's the promise of America, right? Um, more so than just that it drives better business outcomes. So, uh, in 2016 Deloitte published this study, uh, where they determined that, uh, companies or organizations with inclusive, inclusive cultures, uh, were two times more likely to meet or exceed financial targets three times more likely to be high performing six times more likely to be innovative and agile and eight times more likely to achieve better overall business outcomes uh, so for us we we see uh, inclusion and diversity is is not just a moral imperative but it's a it's a good business practice it's a good strategy
0: love hearing that I totally agree it's uh it's very refreshing I like that it's a getting to be more comfortable that, you know, it's, it's something that's strategically beneficial on top of just the right absolutely. thing to do. Do you, um, do you find that there's some things that keep you up at night? And then are, are you, are there things that like really inspire you? Like in the morning, you're just like, I'm out of bed. I'm rocketing through this. What are those things?
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, I mean, what keeps me up at night? Um, the labor shortage at times, Keeps me up at night. You know, we um, I think we're facing a uh, we're facing something in construction um, that is only going to be overcome if we all take a really proactive stance and change the way that we've been pitching or selling our industry. Um, so, uh, I feel responsible in some part for telling some of those stories. So, so I think about that quite a bit. How, how can we tell better stories? How can we get those into new spaces, um, as an extension of that, right? How, how can we make this industry, um, more inclusive and more diverse? So there are more opportunities for folks. Um, another big one for me is, uh, is the productivity gap in construction. So, This really cuts to the heart, I think, of what ProCore is is endeavoring to do. But um, I I think it's a very famous McKinsey stat at this point. But construction uh, as a sector of the global economy has been lagging behind the rest of the global economy in terms of productivity growth for the last 30 years. Uh, We've been growing at about 1% and the global economy is doing about 3%. So uh, it's a pretty big shortfall. uh, And there are a lot of reasons for that. Um, a lot, of, most of them hooked back into, on some level, the complexity of construction. Uh, so when I think about my role as a, as a product marketer, somebody who um, is trying to solve construction problems in a, in a scalable way, um, I think a lot about how a platform strategy, our platform strategy of connecting this diverse set of digital applications that you're using in one place can really empower you to start dealing more effectively with all that complexity. Um, but that's a big challenge, you know, we're, we're certainly trying to take a big bite out of it, but, uh, but that, that'd keep anybody up at night.
0: I agree. Um, Cause we, yes, we, well, it's interesting that we like go from, um, a broader, more inclusive environment, uh, and how I can increase productivity and then constructions lag in productivity. So it is, it's, refreshing to hear one that there are tools and that's something that I've noticed about the, the construction industry is that you know we can go from a screwdriver to uh, to a power drill um, and you know be wowed but like what's what are those next big jumps that really do change our abilities
1: I'm so glad you asked that. That's another great question that I love to. this This is one of those things that gets me up in the morning. Um, we, uh, we're on the cusp. construction, construction technology is on the cusp of a paradigm shift uh, in the way that we interact with technology. So there are a lot of things coming together to make that a reality. Um, And some of these may sound a little scary at first, but when we start to think about uh, the role that new technologies like robotics or robotics process automation play on a job site today, today, there are work sites in Europe where groundwork is being done exclusively uh, by machinery, automated machinery, robots. There are are bricklaying machines that can lay bricks at five times the rate of, of any uh, human bricklayer with greater consistency today. Uh, we're seeing trends in the industry uh, like prefab where there's practices of, of building something in a mod, building a building in a modular way offsite at a workshop where you can control a, a more line automated process and then shipping your work over to the job site to lay it in place. When you think about the implications of these types of uh, advancements, uh, the the opportunity for construction to up level its productivity is nearly limitless. Uh, now, as I said, that could sound a little scary, right? Cause I, what I'm saying is at some point in the future, we could have a, a robot on the job site. And, and I think that's a reality we all have to confront, but um, you know, like, like all things like life change is inevitable and it's on us to adapt to that change. So uh, for, for folks who are coming into the construction profession, it's so, so important that they start to learn uh, the tools of the future, so to speak, that they develop an opinion and they build an education around uh, digital project management tools like Procore, which are so uniquely positioned to help bring together the power of robotics and AI and machine learning and uh, digital twin and Virtual know, I'm
0: about to get on my uh BIM fan megaphone and say all of that is going to be hinged on our ability to uh, design more holistically for those robots to actually build that brick wall. We really Absolutely. need to know what that brick wall is going to look like from before uh, we start field construction. So <laughs> like, uh, BIM, we need more BIM now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. You know, like Procore has made... Um, some really interesting investments in, in developing BIM tools, uh, and we're doing what we can to actually democratize BIM files and get them into the field as much as possible. Because I think everyone benefits from being able to see, uh, you know, how how something, how a building should be built on paper. Um, you know, it's the wrong terminology, but doing clash detection in the field is uh, is certainly a possibility if you want to move in that direction.
0: Yeah. Well, and I look at building information modeling as an opportunity to take some of the legacy knowledge that may exist for the um, professional bricklayer that is accustomed to laying brick by hand is that there is an opportunity there to get into a digital space and take that knowledge that trade knowledge and push it into this digital platform where it can then be replicated by a robot Um, but it's not like that knowledge needs to go go away robots are not going to know what to do without someone that knew how to do that you know by hand with artistry Um, so it really is it's an opportunity for, for for a nice blending of diversity I find that uh, the legacy knowledge will be passed on and it'll live in a digital platform and you will get to see it in that platform.
1: Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Like there's, there we're never gonna move into a, a reality where uh, the type of knowledge that you're talking about that's been accumulated over decades isn't gonna be valuable. Um, I think it's, it is fair to say, however, that uh, construction may look very different in 10 years than it does today. Um, And the role of of technology, uh, technologists and technology companies like Procore is to help the industry bridge the gap between where we are today and where we're gonna be in the future. And um, being a part of that is really what gets me out of bed. Um, There are are very few spaces that are on the cusp of a more exciting revolution. you know, but before, before coming into construction, I, uh, was working briefly in the clinical diagnostic space, uh, doing, um, molecular, uh, genomics. And that's another area that, that is just on the edge of something really, really interesting and exciting. So I've been lucky enough to, to, uh, work in roles that have kept me on the edge of technological development and, uh, and i would say again for anybody who's considering a career in technology or sorry in uh, in construction or construction technology that's something to be aware of you know it's it's not every sector that gives you that ability to see our our evolution as a society so clearly and happening so rapidly
0: absolutely and i you know i got into this industry and we do we do a little segment when i'm hosting the show it's called 30 knows because whenever you're trying to push through some sort of leg- legacy system or conventional thinking, um, you're going to hit a lot of no's. Have you, what are, what are some, be- what's the best no you've heard? Was it right or was it wrong? And how did you use it to redirect your, your passion or did you?
1: Uh, well, I think the best no that I've ever heard uh, is really the no that brought me to Procore. Um, and it was something that, uh, you know, I, I, I came to really myself, um, in looking around at what I was doing, um, prior to coming on board with the company here and asking the question, um, you know, is this, is all my life energy laddering up to something that, uh, I can be proud of when I look back on it in, in a decade, uh, is it doing enough? Is my work having a big enough impact? Um, to justify what I'm committing to it. And at the time, you know, that answer was no. And I I talked to uh, a lot of folks uh, who have been really, really instrumental in my development and um, Procore over and over again was echoed as a place that I should really consider and I should really look at. And um, the answer to that here, you know, it is, does our work matter? Is it having impact? Is a resounding? Yes. And and we've created a culture that invites everyone at Procore to take chances to really you know thrive in their roles and in their career. Um, we have a we have a system of three values that that we you know use as a guiding light: uh, ownership, openness, and optimism. Uh, and for me, <clears throat> what that really means is we invite people to take ownership over the spaces in which they operate and we trust them. We we have optimism and we believe that the people who come on board with us are going to be successful. Um, and, uh, you know, we're open both with what scares us and, you know, what excites us and, and together it means we, we have a framework to continue to build and have the type of impact on the world that we want to have. So, um, You know, for me, that that was the no. Uh, It was internal, and it brought me to a place where uh, I couldn't be happier.
0: That is incredible. And if you find you're listening to this and you're really interested in kind of uh, investigating Procore and what it could do for your company, um, is there some some information that you would want to like shed? some light on in case someone is kind of like trying to get over that hurdle. Like, I don't know if it's too expensive. I don't know if it's going to, you know, create a better ROI. What would you say to Yeah, them?
1: yeah absolutely. Uh, I mean, the first thing is uh, come and check us out. Procore.com. Um, take a look at, you know, who we are. I would really encourage you to join us at Groundbreak this year. Uh, you can get a ticket to Groundbreak for $90.00. It's a digital show, so the barrier to entry is obviously quite a bit lower than uh, groundbreaking person. As you said, you don't have to fly, um, but you'll see a lot, a lot about what we're doing today, the impacts we're having, and how we're planning for the future and how we're evolving to really help continue to drive value for construction. Um, I I think uh, I think that's that's where you start your journey, and if you're interested. In talking to anyone on the team, uh, any of our reps or a uh, customer success manager, um, I, I hope you'll reach out and we're happy to have a conversation.
0: Is there, if someone wants to reach out to you, I mean, I certainly did, is there a way that they can get a hold of you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I hope you'll connect with me uh, online on LinkedIn uh, at Aaron Lober. And uh, please feel free to drop me a line, uh, send me an email, aaronlober at uh, I'm always open to have uh, technology conversations. You know, I'm really passionate about this space and um, always happy to connect with folks who share that passion. So I, I hope you do. And I hope we can have many interesting and exciting conversations about where construction tech is going.
0: And if you had some advice to give, or is there something that someone that's going into the build industry or... Is looking to do work and work on a construction project is there any advice that you'd want to share with them
1: yeah definitely Uh, two things that I've thought a lot about um, and I've said the first already um, but that's learn the tools of the next generation right so we we are at the cusp of a transformation in in construction construction tech and uh, we are at a point where being a successful construction professional is beginning to require that you be fluent in uh, the digital tools that are available to you. Um, in an effort to do that, if you want to train on Procore, um, on, check us out on Procore.com. We have training resources available for folks. We, we make Procore available free to most universities. Um, so a lot of folks are training on this today. Um, But the second thing is, and this is just as important, if not more so, uh, if you're considering a career in construction or construction technology, reach out, find someone. Uh, You would be surprised how widespread uh, of an industry this truly is. Um, There are people from every background, every walk of life um, but find somebody who's, whose opinion matters to you and ask them what they love and, and what they would like to do better. And, and if that person's me, I, I will be incredibly flattered and I will always be happy to have that conversation. But um, there are stories here that are interesting and compelling and you can learn from those whether or not this is a great fit for you. And I, I, I hope that you will.
0: Well, I really appreciate that you put that really open platform out there for everyone. I hope that uh, I totally agree. And I can attest that reaching out to those that are uh, inspiring you, uh, you do get responses. I'm literally on this podcast because I reached out to Alex and I was hunting. I was hunting for someone else in the world that uh, thought it would be viable to use... um, BIM software for residential home construction. Uh, and I know that uh, s- platforms like Procore really do facilitate the information um, extraction from from those information models, or even the design process that can really differentiate the way field construction goes. And I'm super excited about that opportunity. So, and thank you for being on. Um, and we'll talk again soon.
1: Thank you so much for having me. This is so much fun, and I, I hope you bring me back soon.
0: And if you want to hear more about construction tech, check out UK Construction Week. Their virtual conference starts October 5th. I will be joining the regional leads from Women in BIM to discuss BIM around the world. Thank you for listening.